everybody welcome back to the what's cast um i am justin coming to you from chicago land and my brother shay is uh not in a car accident but he is in traffic waiting on a car accident so he will not be here but i have some other people to talk to they were going to talk to shay as well but they're not um so uh what's going on we got john from the bluegrass what's going on john hey just trying to survive I feel like I'm living my like my own personal like groundhog day in some ways. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Everybody's in kind of a weird funk and there's nothing else to do except I guess like catch up on shows and then drink beers and drink too much and sleep too late. And um I mean this podcast looks like like I said it before, it looks like every news broadcast I've seen in the last 6 weeks, so right. It's just us. Everybody's social distancing. And uh, also from the bluegrass, uh, which I have to imagine is like 10 miles away from John, is our buddy Ben, right? You guys aren't that far apart. We're, we're probably about a quarter. Yeah, we're about a quarter of a mile. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go ben on, moved. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel John, uh, I feel you on that Groundhog Day thing, man. It is the same thing every day. Yep. We have, uh, we have weekly group and research we have several meetings a week but um one of the things we do at, at uh the national lab i work at is you have to submit a weekly safety report and my weekly safety reports for the last like two or three weeks have been i have used all the needed ppe here at my house and followed all the needed safety regulations at my house like that's all i can say and i thought i was i got cute and like i said uh, i said i had my uh my uh mini mental uh, meltdown this week so i got that out of the way and I got like three emails from like my boss, my boss's boss, and like somebody else. We're like, are you okay? Do you need to talk to a counselor? It's like I'm fine. I'm melodramatic, but I'm fine. UK is <laughs> UK is making that available if you need right. It. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. No, I, just like you guys were saying, I like had my like, I guess the cabin fever hit me a week later than everybody else because I was distracted by a lot of work. And I just, like, the beginning of this week, I just I fucked up my sleep schedule and just walked around being, like, 60% aware of what was going on. Just out of it. I've been off work since March 23rd or 4th or something like that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, it's plum boring. I mean, and it, the thing is, it's not about being stuck in the house. It's you can't, it's like you don't have the option to go anywhere. Yeah. Right. You know, I just wish I had the option. That yeah. would be nice. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about that because I have some some examples that I think are are uh, insane. But yeah, it's 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 the it's a weird uh, kind of juxtaposition of like yes, you're in con. Like I have so many goddamn meetings a week. It's stupid, but still I can't. I'm not leaving the house for anything. And you know, you've got those dick bags that are like, if you don't leave this lockdown, 
with learning if you haven't learned a new language and built a uh, an armoire then you're just lazy I'm like you know eat me eat me raw <laughs> yeah like, like a bunch of you but yeah well, well, I guess we'll get through this um, we'll talk about that a little bit later but uh, yeah this is the Woodscast uh, we are recording this what the hell is today guys It's it doesn't really matter it's all one day <laughs> it is the 19th yeah it's 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 Sunday the 19th and um, this is a podcast where uh, me and my brother, we were told we're brothers, like to drink a little bit too much and shout into the abyss, but he's not here, so I'm going to shout in the abyss and drink too much with two of my buddies uh, from Kentucky. Um, um, okay, what are the numbers this week? I've had about four beers. What's everybody else sitting at? I'm on like uh, halfway number two. I got got a late start today. I think I'm six. Six. Don't mind that. Ben, you grilled out today. How'd that go? I went all right. I actually didn't crack one until about 7.30. Yeah. My wife and I knocked out uh, five episodes of Ozarks today. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Hey, got something done. Yeah. Hey, get around on that. Yeah, yesterday, I taught myself how to use a sewing machine. It's it's baby steps. Just got to get something done every day. So we're all a little bit tipsy, and hopefully we'll get more tipsy. Uh, we are, what is it, 1,185th day of the Trump administration. Uh, it's been 677 days since Donald Trump uh, solved the North Korea uh, crisis. And um, funny thing, there's like a blurb in the news today. I totally didn't notice it until we were getting ready to start uh, doing the podcast. But um, apparently Donald Trump is saying he got a really nice letter from Kim Jong-un. And Kim Jong-un saying, I didn't send him a really nice letter. So I read this whole article about two liars telling each other they're liars. So, yeah, that, that's what I did today. It was great. Um, so that, that's a thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, it's, uh, it's been 123 days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that, that's, uh, they never release these letters. I would really like to see them. Like, like does Kim Jong-un write this shit out longhand? Does Donald well, Trump respond well, the thing with is, a Sharpie, a Sharpie part letter of, back? Like, part of it is ma- ma- maybe he really did send a letter, but then like, he doesn't want to lose his, you know, dictator cred and be like, so then he's just like playing. Oh no, man! I didn't send you in that nice letter. There, there is actually some like weird speculation that he's not in good health because the um, the day of the sun, which is the the uh, celebration of his grandfather's uh, birthday, like the seventy fifth anniversary of that or some shit, was the other day, and he didn't show up for the celebration. So everybody's like, "Oh, he's dead." Like whatever. I'm not. Yeah. You know, there's so much bullshit that comes out of that country. Yeah, I kind of. Oh forgot, well. Yeah. Forgot oh well. Him. Yeah. Yeah, if, if if they shoot him out of a cannon tomorrow, I'm not gonna lose any sleep. Yeah, that uh, that all that North Korea stuff seems so long ago. Well, it was those are happier days, <laughs> and that's all we had to worry about. But um, yeah, so so that happens. Um, 123 days since Donald Trump was impeached. Uh, we've been we've been under a global pandemic for 39 days. Seems a lot longer than that. And George R. R. Martin has still not written the last book. Um, uh, I've got three polls. They don't really say anything. They haven't gone anywhere. Donald Trump's still like negative five, negative seven in in polling. It's fine. Um, I'm not really caring. Like, if you, I don't, I don't know if you guys have followed like any of the like Donald Trump, uh, Joe Biden polls. Anybody care about that yet? I don't think I do. Uh, nope. Nope. Not Until, sure Joe Biden even cares about it. <laughs> well, I'm sure he doesn't. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit. Like all these people keep sending me Joe Biden memes about how he's like dotty and not paying attention. I'm like, yes. Correct. Like next. Like what? What do you want from me here? Um, but until he picks a VP, I don't think it really fucking matters. 
Yeah, I feel like he's kind of he himself's kind of laying pretty low right now. I just well, everybody like is, John. Yeah, like I'm not out and about. You're not. Nope. Did I miss something here? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck sucks. I mean, I haven't been to a bar in 39 days. <laughs> I know it's fucking sucks. Yeah. Although, I, I, like, I'll go to I go to the like like in Kentucky. We talked about this on the podcast before. Like in Kentucky, you can buy liquor at uh, grocery stores here, so it's not a problem. Like, it was never an issue whether or not liquor stores would be, um, would be. Yeah, okay, that's my brother saying. <laughs> that was that was Shay saying, "I'm going to be an hour late. Go ahead." I'm like, "All right, cool, buddy." Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but um, so there's never an issue of like we wouldn't be able to get beer and liquor. And, and Rachel actually, uh, when we went out right before they did the stay-at-home order here in Illinois, she was like, "You should go get more rum and vodka." I was like, "We've got plenty of rum and vodka. We don't need that. Like, let's not be those people." And then we tore through that in like the next day. I was like, "All right, yeah. we're, the, we're those people." I, I got a uh, total wine. I got about two hundred plus dollars delivered of booze, and Can't we've already, money. you know, <laughs> we already got another delivery from through Drizzly from Liquor Barn for another seventy some dollars. Uh, and you have two Friday. children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've, we're kind of building our tolerance back there for a while. I was like, man, I'm getting old. I can't really drink like I used to. Now I'm like, hey, I'm drinking a little better yeah. than. I'm picking up two 18 packs at a time. Yeah, it's well, like, Ben, you'll love this. Like, the day before our uh, governor, uh, um, J.D. Pritzker, issued a stay-at-home order, I just happened to have to replace the keg. And so, like, I went to go replace the keg, and everybody at the liquor store was like, oh, you're going to save it up for the for the, for the being quarantined. I'm like, no, nah, it's just Thursday, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, uh, we replaced a keg on the 15th of the month, like clockwork. It's one of my mid, mid-month mid bills. It's just there all the time. But, yeah, like um, I saw a tweet the other day that uh, made me laugh so hard. It was like, I've gone out two, two separate times this week to buy enough alcohol for two weeks. And I was like, deal. I've done that <laughs> shit. I've got nothing else to do. Yeah, I, I have gone to the Mr. Brews a couple times for Growler, so I have, I guess, technically been in a bar. Though they have like X's all over the floors where you're like supposed to stand if there's more than one person in it, but I swear they're not yeah. six feet apart. Yeah. Well, just lay down. You're about <laughs> six foot. Yeah. Lay down and see. Yeah. There you go. Have you guys planned out what you're gonna do when it's over yet? Like, like once everything opens back up, and well, and I, I seriously do want to talk about like how we open things back up with Ben and and, and uh, John here later. But like, let's just say, fast forward X amount of weeks everything's open. Hey, do you guys have a plan? Cause Rachel and I have a plan. Like we're going to go like brewery hopping and then end up at a Mexican restaurant. And like we showed up at that Mexican restaurant drunk before and they just laughed at us. And like, we're going to just make a scene this time. I mean, that, that sounds like a pretty solid plan. I feel like our tendency, if we go anywhere, it's usually to breweries. So that's kind of probably along the lines. Yeah. Might be a little different from all, uh, Ben. Since he's not the big once uh, brewery fanatic, well, once they open up bars and restaurants and everything here, he's gonna play. Morgan and I have decided we are still not going for two or three weeks. You well, know, we're just gonna make sure everything's safe, and I mean, you know, just uh, there's not a spike, there's not a residual spike with it or anything. Yeah, and and that that's something I want to talk about later. 
because that's that's a, that's something we all have to talk about because you guys are in Kentucky, I'm in Illinois. There's other states doing other dumber things, but um, uh, I guess moving on, I have a question, and this is a very serious question: Do we prefer Trump bucks or Donnie dollars? Because I've heard both. I kind of like Uncle Donald's dollars. Ooh, we got a yeah, third, a third one in the race. Yeah, I like I like Uncle Donald. Hey. Yeah. From the, from the original question, hey. I will say that Donnie dollars. I think is the way it's Uncle Uncle Donald dollars. Hey, the wife wanted a fire pit. We got a fire pit. Thanks yeah. a lot, Uncle Donald. There you go. Yeah. Well, that, we hey, now I, have a I'm fire full, pit. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. um, the only the only thing like when when this was issued, and we and we can talk more about this later when we talk about that actual. Uh, COVID-19 situation we're in, but like, so people are like, yeah, you got to buy local, you got to stimulate the economy. And I was like, you know how many people are just going to piss us away on drugs and like, just, you know, and like, if you bought a fire pit, Hey, there you go. Stimulate the economy. That's great. But like, it, that is still part of the economy. Yeah, it's still part of the people, economy. <laughs> people Shane, want to admit it or not. Yeah. Shane, I spent a lot of time I'm talking a- before we started recording the last podcast about how like, yeah, you might pay that drug dealer $500 for all of your, you know, accoutrement. But, you know, he's got to spend that at, like, McDonald's sometime. You know, he's got to go to McDonald's. Like, it, it gets back in there. Yeah, he's got to go get some elite lunchy groceries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're trying to do our part in, in eating locally and whatnot. But honestly, we in the last three or four weeks, we've only ordered out for dinner, I think, twice. We've just been cooking every night at home. And we've yeah. had lunch out a couple of times. But for the most part, I mean, we're eating at home and. Um, we're, we're really not spending much money. We're, I'm going to, I'm going to build a fire pit holder or a firewood holder tomorrow. So that'll be like 30 bucks for Lowe's. Yeah. We, we, uh, we bought probably about a couple grand worth of stuff and for our garage, we're, we're going to take on, uh, redoing our garage. Oh, so we have, okay. yeah, try not to make it or try to make it where it's not a giant clusterfuck of a mess. Like a organ- couple of grand on it, like organizational yeah. stuff, like you're saying, like yeah, like the whole like sh- yeah, the the slat wall shelving and some cabinets and all that hoopla. I'm in the so. wrong business. I should be in the business of selling John and Katie shit, mm-hmm. or selling Justin textbooks. Yeah, um, like there's like a half a dozen textbooks I want to buy to like finish up my thesis, and they're like, it's like a grand. I'm like, damn it, bastards. Yeah, it's, but it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, so everybody's getting their Donnie bucks uh, or their Uncle Donald uh, dollars. I like that. I think we're gonna stick with that. Um, have you guys paid attention that apparently Donald Trump's signature is gonna be on the checks that they send out? And uh, I, I, yeah, well, I got direct deposited. Yeah, on it, went, it ranks in my it bank account. Yeah, so well, I don't I, care. I have direct deposit too, and we have not gotten our Uncle Donald dollars. Um, I'm not really worried about it right now because Rachel and I are both still working, and like we, like uh, Shay said, is like we have a little bit of survivor's guilt. But you know, Rachel's a nurse, so she she has to deal with this shit day in day out. I'm just the only one that sits sits at home and and uh, makes money for uh, reading sciencey dumb shit. But um, yeah, so apparently he's putting his name on on the on the checks and like and, and okay, so he's the first president to ever do that. But then again, he's the first president to ever you know be through something like this. But the thing the thing I find stupid and all that is he's not even he's not even Cong- like Congress came up with like what was actually going to get paid. Uh, that wasn't even his thing. So he's basically piggybacking on. Well, his his name he did sign it. He did yeah. sign the bill. Well, his, his name, the he signed the bill, but since the Fed is the one that pays out the money, his name goes in the memo. 
where like your yeah. grandma, where your grandmother would put birthday, which yeah. okay, fine, whatever. It's I think it's funny, not because Donald Trump is is narcissistic, with, because he is, but like I mean, you can't be you don't go you don't become president of the United States without being a little bit narcissistic, but like every administration has done this differently. Like Barack Obama, um, when he wanted to do a similar bailout, he repealed the uh, payroll tax cut or the payroll tax. He just repealed that, so everybody got like fifty dollars more in their paycheck or hundred whatever it was, right? They they got got money for the rest of the year, and the White House like dipshits specifically didn't bring it up at press conferences. Like, we don't want people to know about it. We just want them to have the money and just go spend it. And people are like, that's so dumb. You did something good for the people. You should get credit for it. Uh, George W. Bush just fucking flat out sent everybody checks. Like, should have put his face on him. He's like, I want you to know I gave you the goddamn money and spend it. And Donald Trump's just doing the same thing. Like, I honestly think the Republicans handle this shit way better than Democrats do because they're like, if you're going to do something good for the people, you got to be seen doing it. I would probably, I would agree with that. Was that Bush when it was like in 08 or something? We got like 600 bucks or something. Oh, yeah. 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 That was, I couldn't remember if that was Bush or Obama. No, that it was, was towards, it was towards the end of Bush. Yeah. That was okay. towards the end of Bush's term, like when the uh, financial crisis was really starting to go tits up. And yeah. they just threw that money out there. And everybody was like, what are you going to do with it? And like, Rachel and I had, had bought a house and like we paid off a bunch of stuff. I was like, I'm just going to throw it in savings. So like, no, you got to piss it away. Like the lottery. Like, okay. No, I think I, I think I use mine to buy a plane ticket to go to Florida. Yeah, I mean, like if yeah, that kind I mean, of money falls in your lap and you have something to spend it on, great. But if not, like buying six hundred scratch offs isn't. I guess that would help the economy, but I don't know. it's not, not the best use of that. But yeah, so I hope everybody enjoys their Uncle Donner dollars. We'll we'll see how that plans out. I mean, they're already they're already planning like phase four and five of this shit because it's not going to be enough. I mean, we can talk about that. A little bit more later here. Um, speaking We're of talking so- about giving every adult two grand a two grand a month for six months. Yeah. So okay. So this is the we're we're, we're I take we're, it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, like, and and we kind of have to because of the way the economy is. And 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 I'm not trying to like downplay what Ben's saying. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to talk to you well, guys and search something at the same time. But um, I I personally really don't need it. I'm. After all is said and done with this, I've probably benefit this from all this way too much because we're saving money yeah, from I no have. daycare. Um, you know, getting we thirty four hundred dollars from in Donnie bucks, um, but I'm, dollars. Donnie dollars, what have you, Uncle um, Donald dollars. <laughs> um, but I, I know there there's plenty of other people who like Ben who may not be working right now. So sorry about that. I, I am going back to work a week from tomorrow. Awesome. Um, but there's yeah, there's definitely people who are uh, gonna be hurting for a long time because of it. I was telling Morgan if we get two grand a month, we can have my car paid off in six months. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean it's free money. Right. And the, and the thing is not that okay. So I don't, I'm tr- I'm trying to I'm trying to look this up without you guys uh, hearing it. And you just heard some guy say what the fuck, um, but that wasn't that wasn't me. I mean I'll say what the fuck if you want me to. That's fine. But it's um, so speaking of this, like like what you guys are talking about is is that the you know the government knows that this is not going to be over anytime soon. We know that you know. Um, w- uh, I want to talk later about how we open up America. 
But, like, we're going to have several rounds of this because, I mean, what was it? It's something like 22 million Americans have filed for unemployment in the last three weeks. Like, it's something outrageous. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's ungodly. Like, the economy is going to take a punch right in the gut. The economy's already, like, the GDP is going to take it right in the pills. Um, unemployment's going to skyrocket. Like, all this is just going to suck, just like it did in 2008 and nine, except exponentially worse. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a lot worse. Yeah, and so, like, um, and so, like, that's, like, what you guys are talking about is, like, what the uh, Democratic um, senators that were considered crazy, like Warren and Bernie, are, like, throwing out, like, hey, we got to do this for the next six months because, like, you know, like, like, cause like, like, like you guys said, like, we almost have survivor guilt because, like, the three of us either are going to get paid throughout this whole thing through unemployment or, you know, the stimulus, and then when we come back, we're just going to make, you know, we'll be working fine and make more money. Like, we're going to come out of this okay, but there's, like, such a huge swath of the American public. It's just going to get fucking wrecked by this. And, you know, like, their business might not be there when – you know, Ohio oh, opens right. back up. Yeah. You know, well, um, I mean, you, you can definitely make the argument that like, you know, 1200 or whatever, or a thousand dollars per person, what have you. It's for somebody who's going to be hurting. Like that may pay, you know, their rent or their mortgage for one month. And that's it yeah. after that. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I can totally see yeah. it being beneficial to have multiple phases um, for a lot of other people. With the unemployment too, they tacked on an extra six hundred dollars a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And which I mean, I don't want to get into specific numbers. I haven't even gotten any money from unemployment yet. Is how backed up Kentucky is. I actually just got a call five minutes before we got on here from the unemployment office from my call ten days ago. Just them reminding me, hey, we got your call. We're going to call you back eventually. Oh. Yeah, so, it's it's I so mean, backed up. The systems are so not prepared yeah. for this. And on one hand, states um, states that try to help without a, like on a, have an honest faith effort to assist their 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 citizens are still backed up. But you got states like Florida, who uh, Rick Scott spent like what six eight years I don't know how long he was the governor I don't really give a shit. But he spent all that time making the unemployment. Um, uh, unemployment system in Florida is so hard to get into and get paid out to ke- keep their numbers low, which, you know, right. is, is great for your unemployment numbers. I would, I would like to compare that to their, um, you know, their poverty rate. Like where do they rank in the United States? Like, you know, people that are just in abject poverty because they can't get unemployment, but whatever we can bash Rick Scott all day long. I, I haven't looked that up yet. But Ron DeSantis just admitted that like thirty five thousand people, no, it's like thirty three hundred thirty three thousand people have been uh, given unemployment benefits in Florida of the eight hundred and fifty thousand that applied. Well, if, so if like you had four fucking percent got some money. Yeah. If you had like unemployment offices staff to handle this type of um, fluctuation, normally you would say that's completely entirely. It inefficient oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. wasteful no, no, no. and dumb and, and so yeah. to speak so this is um, this is six of one six six of one and half of justin bitching about the other yeah well we got to bitch about something though. Yeah, gotta bitch about something. no what well, the reason i bring this up because you guys kind of started talking about this and i, I kind of thought about putting it on the outline but i didn't get to it but have you guys seen this video that's been going around by vic debitio uh vic d-i-b-i-t-e-t-t-o i think i'm getting that right it's not ringing. I feel like I may have seen that name, but it's not ringing a bell. 
Is this the one about unemployment? Yeah, it's, a, it's he's oh. a comedian, and he's sitting in his car, and he's just screaming in bloody murder about, like, how oh, stupid yeah. Congress is, and he's spitting all over the place. And the funny thing, the, the thing I thought about this that was funny is not that, like, he's mad or he's swearing or spitting or anything. That's fine. But, like, all of the people that I've seen share that video are like, yeah, this guy's 100% right. There's got to be no more left and right. Everybody's got to come together and help American people. You know, fuck, fuck the government. And I was like, okay, that's great. But if you listen to what he's saying, he's saying exactly, like I said, like what Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders have said the second it stopped. And they were called crazy. They're like, listen, you've got to suspend fucking mortgage payments. You've got to suspend rent. You've got to give everybody two grand until fucking January 1st of next year. Like, there's no getting around that people are going to need money, you know giving everybody $1,200 and then suspending rent for three months and then having people have to pay three months rent at once like when they weren't working. Like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's just fantastical thinking. Well, that's one thing they're talking about for, uh, for healthcare workers is, and it might be for everybody is you can put your mortgage into forbearance. Uh huh. But instead of them saying, Hey, you owe us X amount of money after three or four months, whatever it is, they just tack the payments onto the end of your loan. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That would, that would, yeah. yeah. I would also have to ask somebody who knows and gives a shit, um, like what the economic Im- impact would be to the mortgage lenders and whatnot if we just said nobody's paying rent and or a mortgage until December or January first. Like, I know that they would take a hefty, a hefty punch right in the pills, but I also don't care because fuck them. You know? I think it, I think it would depend on the various uh, institutions because some of them that that's the, really the only game they're in. You know, a lot yeah. of them are just mortgage you know, mortgage providers, and then you do have others that are full you know full banks, and they'd probably be okay. But I could see a lot of them you know, suddenly don't have any revenue whatsoever. But I, I see a lot of them that we bail, bailed out not so long ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. Yeah, that happened. And I know this is again totally off topic because this is the podcast. It has an outline that we never pay attention to. I didn't see the outlines. I'm not sure. I stopped. I stopped emailing (laughs) it out because you guys didn't pay attention to it, and we sure as fuck didn't pay attention to it. But we're usually off of it by the yeah, yeah. We're usually off of it by by point two. But I never even got an outline. Yeah, don't don't worry. I never sent you an outline. Don't worry about it. But, like, uh, I used to send them out to everybody, and nobody would fucking read them. So, what the fuck? They, you know, it's just something for me to keep track of. Um, but, like, you know, like, you've got uh, companies like the airline industry right now that are ple- pleading poverty, and they use the, the t- Trump tax cut uh, to fucking buy back something like $3 billion worth of stock. And, like, you can't do that and then plead poverty. Like, I love I love all the tweets, and I know they're... They are hyperbolic, but it's like maybe the airlines need to intern at another airline first before they, you know, want to want to you know be an airline now. Like I don't know, it, the the the, uh, the fact that I have to be a responsible citizen with my money, and the airlines can just piss it away is is it, it is annoying. Yeah. Well, the the crazy thing is about with when they got the bailouts, the the them being able to buy back their stock. I guess at the time you think, okay, they're just trying to, they're inflating the price. Okay. They always do it. But to me, it just doesn't make any sense. It's almost like they're giving a loan and then they're saying, Oh, by the way, here, after you get done paying it, you can have your interest back. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. Well, I mean, I understand as a corporation, you have a fiduciary uh, responsibility to your shareholders. I get that. That's fine. Like, I love capitalism just as much as the next guy. People think, like, like you know, because I bitch so much about how corporations fuck over real people. I'm like, no, uh, corporate uh, capitalism brings me Xbox and Captain Morgan and Miller Lite. Like, you know, there's, there's upsides to this. But, like, you just can't just... It is still a operate. flawed system. Yeah, yeah, you can't operate like this and you... They're all uh, pretty much flawed in one way or another. Yeah. So, what everybody else didn't get to see, but John and I got to see because this is not a visual meme, is, is Ben relocated to a much more comfortable place in his house. So now I guess he's comfy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's... Oh well, the wife the wife has to work tomorrow, so she's going to bed. I just have to sleep in and you know do whatever. So <laughs> right, right. Because 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 time is a, is a construct we don't pay attention to anymore. At some point, you got to take the dogs out so they yeah. can. Yeah, I got to take dogs out, and they got to build a fire pit holder. I should take all of like. I don't know, 25 minutes. Yeah. I got to move the, or the firewood. I got to move the firewood, too, so. Oh, real well, firewood. One, one of the like, first two or three of these podcasts we ever did, I was sitting where I am right now. Rachel was in the bedroom getting ready to go to sleep, and she texted me. Like, so I'm in the middle of, of course, bitching about something. And I get a text that says, can you close the door between, you, you, between me and the bedroom? I'm like, the door is closed. And then she just says, God, you're fucking loud. Like, Sorry, <laughs> I, don't, I don't tell you. Like you should hear Shay in my ear. He's way louder than I am. I'll tell Morgan we love her too because you're just simulfying it to her. Oh, she's annoying me now. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So, so uh, the actual first point, the second point on my outline was um, Alex Jones um, is really, really uh, not having a, la- a good couple weeks, and I would like to discuss this because it. Fishdale's really into what we were just talking about. Um, I, I don't know, Ben, how much you pay attention to the Infowars crowd and, and this this these di- these dick bags, but um, so Infowars has I, had a yeah. huh? I, I find the videos with like the Akron Gun Girl and then the other guy. I find the videos hilarious, but oh yeah, he he is fucking nuts. <laughs> I mean, I I can't. I'll be honest. I, his, his, after you watch about two of his videos, they're pretty taxing to watch. I mean, it's just I, him I yelling mo- and screaming. And I get most of my Alex Jones updates from Justin. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I've gotten re- well because like during during that time of day, the only things that are on that are fun to listen to are Sean Hannity and Alex Jones. Sean Hannity is so repetitive; it's not even funny. Like I could I could right now block out probably. Sean Hannity's show, uh, what is today? Sunday it's on Monday. I could block it out for you and be about eighty percent accurate, and probably block out his Monday night show on Fox News, be about eighty percent accurate because he just says the same shit over and over again. Alex Jones might be crazy, but he's entertaining. So I'd rather listen. He is to him. entertaining. Yeah, he's yeah. very entertaining. But he has had a, a a pretty shitty week, or I guess it would be a month now because. Um, so we talked about this in one of the last podcasts. Uh, Infowars has an app. It's absolute garbage. It's on my phone. It fucks my phone up every time I try to use it. But uh, it got booted Shock. from yeah, shocker, right? Yeah, um, it got booted from the Google Play Store at the end of uh, March. So it got you know, March twenty seventh. It got booted, and of course, uh, um, Alex Jones has a pretty slow like metabolism of information. So a couple days later, he ran and raved about that. Um, then um, recently. Um, he, uh, so, so Alex Jones is banned from Twitter and YouTube for a while now because he says a lot of very fascistic and racist shit. Um, 
and he makes a lot of claims that aren't true. So he got banned from uh, Twitter, and a lot of it was like calls to violence and calls to action that YouTube and Twitter won't let you do. So he got he's been banned from Twitter and YouTube for a while. But uh, just recently, um, as of Friday the seventeenth, um, the rest of the Infowars crew who have had Twitter and YouTube accounts this whole time, they got booted too. So you got uh, I, I know these names won't mean anything to anybody who doesn't listen to the show, but you got Owen Schroeder, who's like the guy who has the show behind Alex. Like he's I like he's him. he's about our age. He they, he calls himself the Cuck Slayer. Um, so yeah, so he you know so he 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 got booted from Twitter. You got Rob Dew, who's like the senior news correspondent. Um, he got booted. Um, they also had a um, the new site that that Alex Jones has created to try to throw their videos out there, not on YouTube. It's called Banned on Video. Um, that got banned. Like this shit's been out there for a while, but finally Tim Cook's like, "Fuck you, you're all done." And um, uh, the only person left on there is the guy that has the eight o'clock a.m. show. That's Central Time. That's my time. Central Time is David Knight, and probably they left him on here because he's so goddamn boring. It doesn't matter. Like. He could tell you who killed Kennedy, and you would you would fall asleep before you found the answer. It, it it's just so boring. But um, uh, Rob Dew is the one that that makes me laugh because um, Rob Dew was the guy who was in charge of providing all the sourcing for Infowars for one of these Sandy Hook uh, lawsuits, and he just kept going in there like, "Yeah, I don't know." They're like, "No, no, no. What about this video? Yeah, I don't know." He's like. You don't know where this video came from? He's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, you gave it to us. Well, we don't have it now. And it's like, the lawyer's like, so either you deleted it, which is illegal, or you're lying. He's like, I don't know. Like, it was the worst fucking deposition ever. Like, for the, the website that's supposed to have all the information, it, it was it was fucking hilarious. Okay, so that happened. But one of the more fun things that happened is I, know, I don't know if you guys have noticed or heard about this in the news, but Alex Jones got a couple letters from a couple of attorneys generals to stop selling his silver paste and silver gargle, saying that yeah. it would cure COVID-19. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a couple of weeks ago. And the, the funny thing is, is like when a, a, a attorney general sends you a, a letter and says, like, hey, you're selling this inappropriately, don't make us take other action. It's basically that. It's basically a warning. Well, on uh, April 9th, Donald, um, Donald Trump, sorry, Freudian slip there, uh, Alex Jones got a letter from the FDA, and they've got a lot more teeth, and they sent him a letter to cease and desist um, advertising several of his, um, several of his uh, products that would, you know, apparently cure uh, COVID-19 shit, and they had s- specific uh, instances uh, there's like, uh, so here, for example, a video posted on 3-10-2020 titled Alex Jones Deep State Using Coronavirus Fear and Panic to Destroy the Country. Uh, another video also on 3-10-2020. Experts say uh, uh, Trump must seal the border like Israel or Italy uh, face a massive coronavirus surge. And then the last one was uh, uh, February 9th. Coronavirus is... Wait a minute. Is this the virus that didn't cry wolf? You know, so they have these ex- explicit uh, examples in their um, letter of where he has misrepresented his products, and here's where the teeth come in. Uh, there are two two lines in this letter that he got. Uh, failure to immediately correct violations cited in this letter will result in legal action, including without limitation of seizure and or injunction. 
And then again, later in the letter, you must immediately cease and desist making all such claims. Violations of the FTC Act may result in legal action seeking federal court injunction and or require you to pay back money to customers. So if he doesn't stop telling everybody that his shit cures COVID-19, they're going to come to his warehouse and take his shit and then make him pay people back that he already sold the dumb shit to. So... After he got that letter, he went off the air for like three days and had people fill in for him and then came back and was very polite about what he said about his products. Um, like, I'm sure it was just a misunderstanding. We, we've got about like, I think we got, I think if, if Alex Jones makes it to November, I will be personally fucking surprised. It's just fucking insane. Yeah, he, he's one of those guys who he's like, he, he thinks the louder you are, the righter you are. Oh yeah, you know, and he's just—I mean, if 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 no one's going to listen to him, he's still just going to yell. And like I said, I I can I can tolerate him for about ten fifteen minutes, and I just I can't even watch it anymore. I tune out so much of it; it's funny. People are like, oh, "You listen to that?" I'm like, "And eh, it's like it's like a three hour comedy hour that doesn't know it's a comedy hour." He just says a bunch of shit. True. But, like just like you were saying, Ben. Uh, he he's he's if he's louder, the louder he is, the rider he feels the writer who feels he is. Um, He then um, spent the weekend in Austin um, protesting these stay-at-home orders. Uh, He just went out and was just bullhorning people. He took the tank out. They have a tank. It's like like an armored pickup truck. It's it's so lame. So that's what he I'm sure we'll address the protesters later on, too, as well. Uh, Yeah, okay. Well, actually, that's the next thing on on the uh, little agenda here. You sure you didn't get the agenda, Ben? Uh, I, I heard ben protesters, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about those dumbasses. <laughs> well, and, okay, so so the next thing on the agenda is exactly that. It's it's COVID nineteen. It's a global pandemic. Kind of where we are right now. Um, what we're doing. What does it mean? So as of the time, I just got a Facebook message from one of my older fraternal brothers about the numbers. I'm getting ready to tell you. I don't even have to read it to know he's bitching. Um, but like as we are recording this podcast right now, uh, in the United States, we have seven thousand. Seven, I'm sorry, seven hundred sixty-three thousand eight hundred thirty-six uh, uh, COVID nineteen cases. Um, we have forty thousand five hundred fifty-five deaths, and we have seventy-one uh, seventy-one thousand um, and twelve recovered cases. So that's right at about nine o'clock uh, Mountain Time on Sunday night. Um, Mountain time, shit. I'm in Central Time. Sorry, think about shit. I mean, we do. We usually do this podcast over like three time zones. So we we, to... we get it. You're good at physics, not necessarily geography. No, I, I I fuck up the time zones at least once a week in my meetings. Um, yeah. So that's where we are right now. Um, earlier this week, um, you know, for those of you who like to put things in terms that uh, make uh, Trey Gowdy look dumb. Um, so that's over 13 9-11s or 10, over 10,000 Benghazis. Um, so uh, earlier this uh, – no, it was Thursday, I believe. Thursday, I'm sorry. Um, Thursday, Donald Trump and the administration released the plan to open up, uh, open America back up. And I, I know Ben's going to, like, swallow his gum here, but I think it's a good plan if we follow it. And the plan uh, basically revolves around – you're recording um, this, right? Yep, recording it. You know, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Totally recording it. Um, nine four nine forty seven Sunday April nineteenth. Got it. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, nail it. 
Um, but no, like, so the plan basically, you can go to, you know, whitehouse.gov, opening America, and you can look at this plan up. And basically, what the plan calls for is to chart, um, to open the Ameri- uh, United States back up in phases. So there's phase one, phase two, and phase three. Um, the difference is being that you go from phase one to phase two and phase three, like, you can enter phase one and start opening things up when you've had a 14 day uh, drop in your COVID 19 cases. So, which means. By default, we have to be testing these, These, you know, have to be testing for COVID-19. Um, that's the, that would be the, the biggest question mark I have in my head. Is like the, the thing that would be really easy to do if you were the president or a governor would be to like not test at all in your state or, you know, locality. And then be like, hey, we haven't had any t- new, new cases in 14 days. Open this shit up. And that would be completely disingenuous. So... If yeah, you're looking I, I at, don't think any of them are going to do that. Well, fucking, so, we got three states we're already doing yeah, it. Florida, I mean, yeah, but yeah. So, hopefully, so, hopefully Illinois, and Kentucky don't do that. Think, put it that way. I don't. I don't think they will do that. I think you're more likely to see some of the uh, southern states be more along those lines. But, and that's yeah. the weird thing is that this is really breaking down on a partisan way, and I'm not even the one making it a partisan a well, partisan issue. Yeah, I don't think. Like, I think in the north, it's not such as part like Ohio, and I feel like Indiana. They're taking it a little more uh, seriously than when you get into That's the south. That's a good point. They they have Republican governors. Um, yeah, and I I don't know so much about Indiana, but I think Ohio's done a decent job. Um, yeah. With it, I mean it. Um, and yeah. Ohio, it's it, I saw a thing the other day. Ohio, it's kind of it, it's kind of weird. You can literally take i think i think it was i think it was 96 or 93 percent of their cases and you can put them in cincinnati columbus and cleveland right because those are the high population center yeah right and it's like and and then i saw a thing that said you know what 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 causes the spread of this is like the first cause was density of population the second cause density of population yeah you know and, and that's what causes the spread um you know can i think it's kentucky ohio indiana illinois michigan Wisconsin and Minnesota have entered into an agreement with the mm-hmm. governors. Yep. And it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a checks and balances agreement. And I, I think it's actually a pretty smart idea. You know, uh, Bashir can't say, Hey, restaurants can open tomorrow. The other governors can basically veto right. that. Well, idea. yeah. I mean, it, that's kind of the reality that no matter what we do within the state lines, we really going to still have to um, pay attention to what other states around us are doing. Cause yeah. It yeah. might be off or not, quite honestly. Yeah, and it, and it makes perfect sense. And like what Ben, you were saying, like there is there is a conglomerate of states on the East Coast that have banded together and say that okay, we're going to plan our reopening together. And the same thing has happened on the West Coast. You know, um, I almost said Michigan. Yeah, completely. Oh, hey, geography is not my, my strong suit. I'm even looking at a map. That's of the United just states. a little northeast of you. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, fuck that all up. Um, but no, like so it's you got Washington, little lake there. Yeah, so you got Washington, you got you got Washington, Oregon, California, you know, all the states on the west coast. Have, a lot of states on the west coast have have formed a similar you know conglomerate, and they say you know we can't, one of us can't open up, and because there's so much cross state traffic, and you know, like in in you know Kentucky and and um, in Kentucky and Indiana, there's a lot of back and forth right there with Louisville, you know, and I think that's a great idea. And I'm honestly, huh? I would say Louisville. You have Louisville, Cincinnati. You have these tri-state areas. Yeah, that are yeah, so yeah, big. yeah. 
And yeah. so, like, uh, like when, when, like, you, you're not the first person to kind of like gulp and say, like, "Oh my God, is Jefferson agreeing with the uh, Trump administration?" Like, I think the plan's fine. Like, if you can track a 14-day drop in, in COVID cases, then I think you should step into you know phase one, which, you know, I can read it to you right now. It'll be really boring, but it basically says like, you basically open essential businesses, um, like the next step after essential businesses, but we still, you know, um, you know. Practice social distancing. And then uh, once you have two more weeks of continued drops in cases of COVID-19, then you can enter into phase two, which is, you know, you're opening uh, things like larger venues, you're opening gyms, you're opening bars, but at diminished, uh, like you're going to open a bar, but you're going to only, you know, maybe uh, allow half the people in that you used to allow in, you know? And then if you have another two weeks, so we're right now at six weeks of, continued drop in COVID-19 cases, then you can open phase three, which is actually, it's not even opening everything. It's just opening everything another step forward. So like after six continued weeks of drops, you would have, you would start to actually open everything a hundred percent. I'm like, I'm a hundred percent for that. That plan sounds completely reasonable. Um, as I said that Florida, South Carolina, and, um, Oh shit! Texas are already discussing opening beaches, restaurants, and retail retail outlets as of next week, and all three of those have not even come close to hitting their peak in COVID nineteen cases. Yeah. Well, th- those are uh, all spots that are big. Um, I guess vacation hot spots. So they're, I'm sh- in you know like Florida. Most of their revenue comes from. Um, having people come in the state and spend a lot of money. They don't, yeah, they don't have property, like property taxes and sales tax, I think. So um, I'm sure they're trying to hurry up and get people back in the state so they can um, get revenue so they can make the rich people richer. (laughs) Yeah, like I get that. I I lost somebody here. Oh, no, Justin's putting Yeah, so like you're looking at one of the, oh, sorry. You're looking. You're looking at the. Uh, you're looking at Florida's COVID nineteen cases right now. It's just a big spike. Just a big spike. There's no flattening to that. And then you got Texas here. Uh, fuck is Texas. Texas, another big spike. Well, Florida was pretty slow to begin with at the beginning of you know their whole social distancing. The fact that they let you know spring breakers partied up on the oh, on the beaches. That was amazing. For quite a while, when most of the rest of the country was starting to lock down yeah. by that point, you so. know, I think one one of the things you have too is um, when with with the uh, with, with Trump's plan with the fourteen day. The only thing I don't like is for some reason we we it's almost like we pigeonhole ourselves into six feet and fourteen days, and you know they say the virus can spread up to thirteen to fifteen feet, and I think. If you have a drop in cases for 14 days, that should be okay. Now you have another two weeks, then you can interface one. I, I think I think they're trying to jump the gun a little bit, and, and I get it, man. You got to open up stuff. You got to open the economy. Well, you can't just I mean, stay shut down forever. But at the same time, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have another spike. You know, that's the thing. That's that's the thing that panics. Yeah, you know, basically panics me. Like I, I, my wife's a nurse. Yeah, Ben, your wife, I believe, Morgan's yeah. a nurse, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, she's a, she's a neuro nurse, yeah. 
Yeah, and so like you know, like they're in constant contact with people who are either you know may have tested positive for COVID nineteen or are you know a big question mark for COVID nineteen. So like, they don't want us to open shit up at any any given time. And if we have a second spike, it's just it it'll be. I mean, it's just like how many people do we need to write off to save third quarter GDP? Because that's what Donald Trump. I think you also want to set something up that most people are actually going to follow because if people say that all that sounds ridiculous i'm just going to ignore that from like day one then it's probably not going to be nearly as effective even though you know maybe if you did it like a you know extra or a seven day shorter period maybe people are more likely to accept that and go along with it and it may end up being more effective than you know all these rogue people who just decide, hey, I've been at home long enough. I'm gonna go do whatever I want to do. Yeah, I don't. I understand Donald Trump's concern, and I understand Donald Trump's. Well, I don't. I don't think he really put much thought into. <laughs> well, one of, one of one of my first comments, like when I shared the 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 you know federal guidelines for reopening America, you know, I saw that you know 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. I was like fine with all that, and I think Ben's right, like. I've talked to several people, um, friends and, you know, friends and family who have, like, I, I, you know, I personally don't have children. Um, and so like, you know, we're just worried about, you know, my wife and I, you know, not getting sick. Like I, uh, the new reports that this COVID-19 ravages her kidneys is problematic for me because I only have the one. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, I, I, a lot of people are saying like, Hey, you can't. You know, even if they open everything up tomorrow, like Ben said, I'm not going out. Like, my kids and I aren't going out because they want to be safe. And, like, but I also understand the pressure on Donald Trump. And because there's a lot of Republicans, governors, that, like, listen, like, I'm up for re election. Donald Trump's up for re election. One of the big things Donald Trump needed to run on was a strong economy. It's not happening right now. And it's it's not going to be that no no matter how quickly we open it up at this point, it's not going to be as strong as he would like it to be. Exactly. Like like all the things that Sean Hannity likes to say about Donald Trump's economy, uh, a lot of those are horseshit anyway. But which I would I wouldn't I mean, but they're going to be worse. Like uh, third quarter. um, What the fuck? I'm sorry. First quarter GDP is going to come out uh, next Thursday. Like it's usually like the, the Thursday or Friday before the end of the month like you know yeah. i think last year yeah last year it came out like april 27th so like next next thursday uh, i can look at my calendar here uh yeah it'll be like it'll probably be next thursday or friday this this coming thursday or friday i think that the um gdp will be released and it will not be what he wants it to be and unemployment will skyrocket so like all this shit is going to look bad on Donald trump just because the way he sets himself up you know 2016 only i can well, fix it and, and I, now he you know now this is just out of his hands well, you know well but what one thing though you have to remember is i mean the economy the stock market was up the economy was booming i mean and then no. you know you have you have a global pandemic happen so it's i mean it, it's kind of like how many people are going to blame him directly i don't know me personally i understand it's not his fault you know he's not the one who ate the raw bat but yeah, I'm not, I'm not time, naive. I, under, I understand. Yeah. I mean, but I understand, you know, blame does fall somewhere. And when it comes to like the reopening and stuff like that, the, the one thing I was going to say on that is the problem with 
Americans in general is we are the worst at you give us an inch, we're going to take a mile. And I'm afraid Americans, you might be right about that. That's, oh, that's and, probably and, what I'm I mean, scared the most about. And we, it's, 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 it's me, me, me. It's mm. me, me, me. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. Almost and, definitely. You know, Morgan, I went to the, Morgan hasn't gone into the store in probably three or four weeks. I've been going into the grocery store. Um, but even out today, I've noticed the last couple of days, traffic's picking up. We had to run over to her parents' house the other day, check on something. Traffic's picking up. More mm-hmm. people are out. They're sick of staying home. And we're just as bad at it. You know, I'm, here we are running across town to go do really something that can be put off. But I go to the store probably five times a week just to give me something to do just because I'm in the house all day long. But, um, you know, we you're going to see bars. And you can have 10 people at the bar. They'll be 14. You know, yeah. you're going to have yeah. one person standing behind someone else. You know, I mean, it's just, it, like I said, and the social distancing, I think it's working in places like Kentucky, Fayette County, it's working. They haven't had. Yeah, fake. We've had. For being the yeah for being the second most populous county in the state, we're actually doing very very well. Yeah. Um, L- so. Louisville, Louisville, the, the the demographics in Louisville, um, in the uh, in the in the the um, subsidized housing areas and stuff like that. There's not a lot of that in in Lexington. True, in Louisville, there is, and that's one of the reasons you have such a big influx oh, there. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Well, and the, and, the nursery and homes also... are getting ravaged. There's, there's also, yeah, nursing homes are getting ravaged. And I've seen articles that say that the, you know, the, the numbers that I share every now and then to piss off people who, uh, like Trey Gowdy, you know, you know, I, I can't, I, you know, I, I, I know I'm being a cynical prick and, and, and putting it in terms of 9-11s and Benghazis, but I have so many friends that like hashtag Benghazi me anytime Hillary Clinton's even mentioned that I have to do it. It's, it's, it's almost a moral. Who, who would ever do that? I don't know. His name is, is, is it, 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 it rhymes with Bosch count and um, uh, he does it all the time. But, um, you know, but like, but like, I'm sure he's the but, only one. Yeah. Right. He's the only one, but like, there's like, there's been, you know, I, I read an article that, you know, I mean that we're not counting uh, deaths in, um, in retirement homes because they can write that off as, you know, uh, you know, just age related or, just the general influenza. Um, the, you know, one of the things I do, like Ben said, you know, just get out of the house is I go on about a three mile walk every morning. I get up mm-hmm. and like just put on pants and queue up a a, a, um, a podcast. I've figured out how far I have to walk based on how big I am and how fast I can walk to burn as many calories as an ellip being on the elliptical for thirty minutes. One of the things I've realized is I goddamn love the elliptical because I got so much shit done in 30 minutes and it takes me forever to walk around the fucking neighborhood to get, you know, calories, you know, burned. But, like, I walk by, uh, it's a nursing home called Symphony of Joliet, and they've had 66 deaths there Ooh, in the last two geez. weeks. Yeah, the the nursing home, that's probably part of the reason I think today was the, the worst as far as new cases. In Kentucky. I think testing has still continued to go up in Kentucky, but there's been a couple of... Yeah, there's yeah. been a couple uh, nursing homes that are just been hit really, really hard. Well, yeah, and I mean it's 273 today. Yeah, somewhere along those lines. Well, yeah. It's it's almost it's the worst petri dish for a uh, 
a, a virus that like this because um, you know uh, Ben you you weren't on that episode you went but we've talked about this before and John talked about it like the problem with COVID nineteen and and the asshats like Sean Hannity who are saying it, it's just like the flu is that yeah the flu is bad and yeah the flu kills a lot of people but the flu goes through the the population a lot slower uh, anybody who has to be hospitalized is hospitalized for a lot less. Uh, it's, it's about, you know, 10 times less lethal. Uh, we don't have problems with respiratory and kidney issues we have, you know, um, and, and you can be asymptomatic with the flu for about four days where you can be asymptomatic with, with COVID-19 for about 14 days. Like we're just spreading this out so much longer now with this, this new virus that it's, it's such a thing that, you know, nursing homes are, you know, because they are the age group that's so, you know, um, Vulnerable and they're, they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable to the flu. The yeah, pneumonia, period. Yeah, pneumonia. yeah. And then yeah. here comes this along that directly attacks your lungs. Right. And it's right. and it's and 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 the, to put this, this is going to happen. But in the silver lining is, you know, they are older. They they're older. At least it's not children dying from it. You know, but, and, you know, at the same time, it's like these people might have lived a couple more years. You know, they have grandkids, they have children. I get it, you know, but it, at least it's going that way. And it's not, you know, kids dying from it. Well, there are kids dying from it, but it's it's always going to be. I know, I know that. But yeah, there's there's but there are people who have said like uh, there was a there was. I get, a, I get a, what Ben is trying to say. No, we all I'll get what Ben that. is saying. We, we get what Ben <laughs> I mean, is saying. We're not, like we're not trying to rush. Like I said, it's a. Uh, ben, I don't think there was a way for you to say that where it would have come off perfect. Just don't, don't worry. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to be a dick either way. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, yeah. but what Ben was saying is is there? I believe I even read an article of a woman in in um, Italy who said who said just straight up like, "Hey, I am like 80. I've lived a good life. Find somebody younger than me to intubate." Like, yeah. Don't, don't, well, don't I read that article. Yeah. Most of the people who have died in Kentucky have generally been at least 60 years of age or older. Yeah. So yeah, 60 plus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I get it. I mean, those people have probably lived a, a full life. Granted, you know, pe- people yeah. always want more years with, you know, their loved ones, but um, it, mean it would really, people would really like be losing their mind good. if, you know, we were seeing children left and right. Um, oh, that would, that would be horrible. That'd be horrible. Yeah. That would be, yeah. that would be, well, one of the things I, I you know, speaking of like false equivalencies is Donald Trump likes to talk about the Spanish flu a lot, but he's like, likes to say like a lot of people like to compare this to like the, either the bubonic plague or the Spanish flu. Um, and okay, fine. You want to make that false equivalency. I, you know, you got a first amendment, right? But Donald Trump fucking uniformly gets the date wrong. He says 1917 and the Spanish flu happened in 1919. Like, it just annoys the absolute shit out of me that there's not somebody be like, sir, 1919. Like, fix that one fact and then go off on your bullshit, you know, false equivalency. It, I, I believe it was 1918, actually. Nobody likes I think it was 1918. Yeah. I think it was 1918. I really wish the host of this podcast would get his fucking dates right. You know? right. I mean, right, he, right. Made, he probably made a typo on that. Uh, yeah. On that agenda that I haven't seen. Shay's not here to whisper in his ear. Uh, Shay does not whisper anything at all. If you guys have ever talked to him, he'd probably just be like, "Oh yeah, whatever." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but 
the, the I'm one sure thing, he'll appreciate that uh, yeah. impersonation. Yeah. Oh, could, no, there, could have been last week for all I know. There, there, uh, yeah, no, there, there are several times where I will say something and expect Shay to answer me or fill in the space, and he's just taking a full fucking hit off of the hookah he's got. I'm like, yeah. I guess we're all going to wait for Shay to get done. Us or uh, playing a video game. Uh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, I don't think he ever plays a video game while we're talking. But, okay, so so the last thing I would like to say before we take a, a break, and, and, and uh, Ben can weigh in on this or not, but and Ben is very correct in that it's unfair to blame Donald Trump for this because while there are a lot of things we could go back for and point to, like, yes, this could have been done better, that could have been done better, this, this, this pandemic team could have not been disbanded, blah, blah, blah. Donald Trump paints himself into such a metaphysical corner when he takes credit for everything that's awesome and then wants to blame everything that sucks on somebody else. You just can't do that, especially when you're the president. So like like what you said before, like the buck has to stop somewhere and like it's gonna stop with Donald Trump at some point. So like it has to. I, I mean, I personally, like, I don't feel like every death is, you know, like, uh, the people who say that Donald Trump has blood on his hands, that's just hyperbolic bullshit. But if he's going to get up there yeah. and tell me that he knows more about technology and innovators than anybody, then, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna make so much fun. I'm going to roast his ass until we're done with this, because that's just dumb. It's just, but he, yeah. One of the things that gets me a lot is that... It, it, it doesn't matter what he does. There's, there's a certain, there's a certain demographic, certain facts, certain people. It, it doesn't matter what he does. They, it's wrong. And and there's and there's also there's, like I said earlier about being on different sides of the aisle. This has become a partisan issue. It's crazy how certain things about this have become partisan. And then on the, the other on the other stance that they're agreeing on all kinds of stuff. But yeah. he could come up with a cure for it. He could come up with a cure for it tomorrow. Let's just say he goes to the White House tonight, whips up some chloroquine and some other bullshit, puts in, oh, there's the cure. And somebody it turns would say, out, well, too bad he could have done that two weeks ago. You know? well, I mean, turns out, turns out. But that, the thing is, that's not going to happen. <laughs> turns out the cure was carrots yeah, and mustard. No. Nobody thought to put them together. I know. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you're always going to have a faction of people who are getting, doesn't matter what he does. And I know it's the same thing with all presidents, but it, to me, it seems like he, because of who he is, and I understand he is a demonstrative person. He does anything good that happens, he takes credit for it. Anything bad that happens, he passes the buck a little bit. Yeah, a little, uh, maybe maybe a lot of bit. I got I got know? so much Ben. And, I got so that's much. That's a trait of a salesman. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, well, no, that's exactly right. Like I I, uh, I yeah. totally see him selling selling himself as like. The thing and like I got so much shit Ben for when the stock market because like you know paying attention to Sean Hannity um, during a Barack Obama's term as president two terms as president oh, Sean Hannity okay. would oh yeah would always say like like he would never mention that the stock market kept climbing steadily under Barack Obama I'm like yeah it's what you know what happens during a recovery but he would always like fucking shit on the GDP and then when Barack or then when uh, Trump took over like. The stock market went up, and Sean Hannity wouldn't shut the fuck up about the stock market. But like, you know, wages were just as flat under Obama. I was like, come on, dude. Like, at least have some, you know. And then, and then, um, the one that made me almost wreck my car was, 
Um, I listened to Sean Hannity talk about the GDP for eight years, and he was like, "Well, Donald Trump was in office for you know six months, and he's got a three a three percent annual GDP." And I almost wrecked my fucking truck. I was like, "How do you have an annual th- GDP in three months?" Like we're missing, I don't know, maybe right. I don't know, nine more months. Well, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Well, John and I have actually argued about this before. We talked about the economy. This is months ago. He said, well, a lot of this economy is based on what Obama's done. So I'm basically I mean, blaming Obama for the current economy. <laughs> I, well, actually, Donald Trump should. Yeah. Donald Trump really should yeah. just start doing that. Because, I'm surprised he hasn't. <laughs> well, and and you know what? I, I agree with, like, I know the conversation you guys probably had. I could probably sketch it out for you. And you got to be like, yeah, were you there? I'm like, no, I just had this conversation before. And it's that the trend lines of things like unemployment and the stock market didn't change from Obama to Trump. And that right. was actually the best thing. Like when Donald Trump won election, I was super hammered and really bummed. And the next day I woke up and I was like, it was one of those days where you drink um, Gatorade and shower. Like, just going to tell you. This is, we were all at your day. house. Yeah, we, yeah, we were was, there. Yeah, I, I kept telling hammered. you it was not good. It's not good. But you, you were drunk enough that you just didn't seem to care at the time. Yeah. Oh, I stayed up until they called it. It was like four in the morning and it just sucked. But like the next day you're like, all right, well, this is the reality we're living in. And I started thinking like, so what could, what is the best case scenario? And in my opinion, the best case scenario was that Donald Trump did just as good or a little bit better or a little bit worse than Barack Obama did. And, you know, basically being president. And in a lot of ways, he's done that. He's done a little bit better here, a little bit worse there. But all those trends, trend lines, excuse me, didn't change. And that's what that's where people will come at you, Ben, and be like, "This is Obama's economy," because the trend line didn't change. Well, oh, the trend line that. is going to change real hard, real quick, well, and that's where the blame is going to get thrown around a lot. And it has been said we we did have this argument, and my main thing is, I mean, he really didn't. He really hasn't come out with that many economic policies to really say, "Well, this is what changed the trend line." Um, yeah. I mean, he did come out well, with a, a slight tax cut, but honestly, for someone such as myself, it really was minimal at best. Um, benefit. I didn't even notice it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. Yeah. It was unless, like seven bucks. Unless you're a millionaire who was going to really benefit off of it, it really just wasn't going to change change the yeah. economy for you very much. And that's why I just don't see how you can say that you know Trump has well, just change this economy one thing but one thing though and 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 this is proven over time is one thing is republicans do push the economy more when a republican's in office generally you have more money in your pocket and it's just it's the way the parties are aligned it's the different structures they have different things they sign but i mean when republican i think i think he's done a good job of pushing the economy not necessarily changing things but whenever you you have somebody I don't mean to interrupt. Right. When you say push the economy, do you mean like he is pushing that the economy is good for you now under me? When you have, but when you have someone like him, when you have somebody who is like who's pushing that agenda, who is saying that, yeah, yeah. it makes it makes it makes the consumer more confident. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And, I, and, I, 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 mean, I don't disagree with you there at all. Yeah, and it makes you want to say, I'm going to go spend more money, and what's that do? It increases it, it increases our GDP. It, or no, it doesn't increase our GDP. It increases our um our um. Local economies, state economies, but also it pushes the stock market up, which for anyone who has a retirement account, 
why would you not want the stock market to go up? <laughs> well, and, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, me, me arguing with Sean Hannity about, you know, the fact that he's a duplicitous piece of shit is fine because Sean Hannity doesn't hear me yelling at my truck. But, um, but yeah, like, I got so much shit, Ben, when the stock market went, like, below where it started out in 2017. I was like, I just threw that, yeah. that number out there. And people were like, oh, you're just, you're just uh, fucking chatty Cathy. You're just fucking negative Nancy. I'm like, no. One of the major things Donald Trump always fucking points to 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 say that hey my leadership is kosher is the thing uh, you know is great everybody should be for it is that the stock market's up like that's the number one thing he points to and it just fucking bottomed well, out on him. You it. Could, like you there could, you uh, go buddy you could also make the the uh, argument that there's been a lot of even up before. Um, coronavirus there was a lot more fluctuation in the market over the last several years oh yeah, trump yeah. i mean it's yeah, up, it true. was up very true um but there was a when, lot when of Mark, a lot more uncertainty than i feel like you would have you had felt well probably in but, the uh, seven but, but, but six, six seven years before that when you when a market is up when markets are at record highs there generally is a lot of fluctuation because it's gotta go having, down, yeah. It has to go down True. eventually. But I don't but, but I don't understand when a market's up, how can you say there's uncertainty? I mean I mean are you, are you it wasn't are you, very are you just, it really wasn't very long ago, probably not much more than a year ago I, that it it fell like a ton and people were really concerned about a sudden right. recession. But but generally generally there's a reason for it, but also I mean, look, I talk to a lot of people on a given especially like in my job a lot of times, I talk to a lot of elderly people. And no one, I mean, no one ever mentions the volatility of the stock market. And you say a lot of people were concerned. I mean, what, and one of the reasons the stock market kind of, I kind of go to it a lot. My dad spent 40, he spent 42 years as a stockbroker. I mean, it's how he made his money. It's how he made sure. his living. It's how he raised yeah. his family. And my dad, I mean, I talked to him about it a lot. Right now, the market's down. You know, he's, he says, I mean, he basically says, so what? Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean you can make the yeah. argument. The last I've checked out of the past few days, it's actually a lot better off than it was probably about three yeah. weeks ago, quite oh, honestly. Yeah. It has stabilized yeah. a little bit um, because, because everything's but, kind of – But if you're going to if you're well, gonna take credit for those ups, you got to take credit it. for the, you know, those fluctuations well, as well. But, but, but also, I'm not talking about he's taking credit or giving credit. I, I, I oh, think he, we, we he definitely has tried to take credit. But, but, but also, but, I mean, just, just forget it to us to a, in a sense, though. I mean, when the market's up, that's good. It's yeah. not a bad no, thing. No, no. And it's not no, a bad no. thing for billionaires and millionaires to make more money because if they're making more money, generally we're making more money. I can uh, have For a, some people. Can have, yeah, we can have a separate I'm, podcast to, to, to parse that. Kind I, of, have, but. I, pr I probably make enough money and have enough interest that you're probably right. That is for me. But there's plenty of people yeah. probably who don't make a whole that. lot less hey, than me. Let's get harder. Derek Neal's. Let's get Derek Nielsen on that podcast. I might have to drive over to his house and fight him at the end of it. That's fine. <laughs> we can do that too. Honestly, I mean, like I think the next one's going to be where uh, Jacob Stone tells me why we're going to have martial law. But whatever. But but let's be honest. A lot of people, it Crap. really whatever the, the stock market does <laughs> doesn't really have a bearing off. You know, maybe maybe the retirement. You know, maybe maybe it has a bearing on the retirement, but that doesn't mean shit if they're really just eating a total well, shit sandwich currently. It doesn't affect you and I and Justin because, like, if you ask your broker, you ask my dad, he'll say, "Are you retiring tomorrow?" Yeah, that yeah. The, what Ben was saying earlier is right. Like when you talk to elderly people while you're selling them um, hearing aids, 
Like they're they're gonna be fine because they've they've done the majority of their investing before we were born. Yeah, and they're, they're just in low risk. Out. They're they're yeah. in low risk, very yeah. very little high yield yeah. or high risk yeah. right now. I mean, it's yeah. To to cap this off before we take a break and pause for the cause, uh, Donald Trump is uh, not fucking this up as much as he could, but he's guaranteedly he's probably going to take a lot more heat than he wants to take for this, which would be zero. That's how much he wants to take. I mean, come on, let's be real here. And uh, I guess that's fine because he's the president and he uh, signed up for that job. That's what happens. Yep. So, uh, I think Ben said you need to take a break. I need to go grab a beer. And then we yeah, will... I uh, take a break. Okay. I thought you said you had to pee. I've actually peed three times since we've been doing this. <laughs> God bless Bluetooth, Bluetooth technology, right? God damn yeah. it. God bless Bluetooth technology. I got these we go. bone con- these bone conduction earbuds. They are amazing. Yeah. There you huh. go. All right. Well, let's take let's take a quick break. I'm gonna grab a couple beers and then we finish it off with the fun stuff. How we're working through this uh, goddamn quarantine, and uh, we'll wrap it up. All right. All right. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. You got the touch. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, we have had a break. We have done a lot of talking about shit that you're not going to hear on the podcast. But uh, we are back to talk about the fun stuff. You need you need to have then, a pa- Patreon account so then you can give that for the to the paying members. That's all right. Yeah. Oh, like maybe two of them. I, I think I think our saving grace of this podcast is going to be that we have never taken a dime for anything, and that will make us liable for nothing. I think that's going to help us bail out of a lot of stuff um, because I have no rights to any of the music we use for bumpers. So I'm waiting for a uh, fucking, uh, you know, honest, um, honestly, if the shit hits the fan to that point, I'll be impressed. Oh yeah. 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 If, uh, if a uh, fucking um, clutch calls me up and is like, Hey, I heard you're using electric order as your bumper music. I'm like, really? Where'd you hear that from? You know? I'll be more, I'll be more shocked than scared. Hey, you um, don't ever have to worry. If someone ever calls me and says, hey, have you ever been in the Woodcast? I'm going to be like, the what? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, I'm playing dumb, <laughs> ben, so. Yeah, exactly. Ben, like, you, like while we were talking on the break, you were like, yeah, or, you know, cut this out, right? I was like, yeah, we'll cut this out. The only thing that I've ever been actually requested to cut out is our buddy who mentioned his law firm. And then, yeah, like, I'm, at the end of the podcast, that. he was like, he got pretty drunk. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm not really sure I'm even allowed to say that. Can you take that out? I'm like. I'm all over it, buddy. All over it. As you know, I have been asked uh, not to speak about um, my wife's family members from time to time. Oh, well, that <laughs> and, happens. And the shit that they may or may not write on Facebook. Oh, Chris. Well, I'm all over that. I will leave it to that. that yeah, I'm all over that. We can discuss that whenever. And actually, your, wife is, your wife has blocked me on Facebook, so I can't see anything that's going on in the Maddie household anyway. <laughs> That happens a lot, actually. Um, so, uh, first of all, um, I'd like to point out that both of you guys look very well groomed, looking uh, pretty, uh, pretty kempt. Really? Uh, I don't know. Well, John, you don't really have a beard to speak of. I was thinking, like, worried about haircuts. I mean, I'm going to keep it may, I may have a mullet. Oh. It's yeah. getting pretty far yeah. down there. 
everybody's worried about when they're going to get their next haircut. And uh, uh, Shay was on the podcast tonight. We would uh, point out that we keep it high and tight about every forty-eight hours. But you know, you guys, you chumps with hair. Nah, good luck. I got my haircut uh, about thirty minutes before they closed down. Oh, nice. Yeah, I kind of so wish I, had I was that. one of the last ones. Yeah, I was. They said, "Oh, I got a note that said, or I saw someone said barber shops are closing down." I was on my way there, so. Okay, so speaking of fun stuff, what's everybody watching? What are what are you diving into to pass the time now? You guys just mentioned some some last dance that I don't know anything about. What the hell uh, is that? Michael Jordan, the ten part ESPN was going to release it in June, and they moved it up to tonight. They're going to oh, release okay. it on yeah. Sunday. Okay, uh, okay cool, part, cool. Yeah. Two parts for the next five Sundays. It's the last, the '98 season of the Bulls' second three-peat. Mm, cool. And that would be Michael, jo- Michael Jordan, greatest athlete in my eyes. Yeah, so. I, I grew up, a, you know, I've, I've really never followed the NBA the way I did as a kid back in that, that time frame. I was yep. a I, that's kind of how I came a, a Cubs fan was watching WGN and um, I was fortunate enough that that just happened to be what the Bulls played on as well. So I was, I mean, a big yep. Jordan Bulls fan. During well, that, that was that was the thing. That was the thing. You know, nowadays you can watch any game you want, even if you don't right. have the package. You can pretty much get most of the games. Yeah. But back then, you always had WGN and they were nationwide, and you got to watch. Oh. My dad and I watched Michael Jordan seventy out of. 82 games, we watched 70 of them. Oh. And we just watched Michael Jordan play. It was great. Yeah. Uh, it, I can't believe it's so long ago. Um, but, yeah, those were good times. Uh, that was probably mo- some of my biggest basketball memories. Yep. When when well, I spent time on YouTube, I watched – I mean, I spent time on YouTube watching a bunch of bullshit stuff. I'll bet you at least 10% of us watching the same Michael Jordan clips I've watched over and over and over. I mean, we're all there. We all have that YouTube clip you go to, like, yep. hey, I need to get well, it right now, or I need to see this guy do this thing awesome. I, I pretty much will end up watching some of the ridiculous shit that, like, YouTube even te- just tells me I need to watch, because I'm like, I mm-hmm. can't find the remote right now, because, like, a lot of times I'll just yep. I'll just put it on the, like, our big screen TV in the, um, in the living room, and whatever plays next and then i'm like shit i can't find the remote i'll just watch this whatever that's a weird way to tell us you watch porn in your living room but okay yeah that's what that's what i was getting there too (laughs) too ben but um i don't don't know i i I guess i have to tell you guys that like like you guys you know we we all grew up in west virginia and we all grew up with the you know um you know the the um oh god what was it channel nine you know uh pbs yeah what the hell channel nine was pbs for me I don't know what the hell is the. Oh, you just said it. I fucked it up. WGN. WGN. WGN yeah. Thank you. I'm Channel sorry. thirteen yeah. in Huntington. All right. I think it was eleven for me back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Yeah. So so we all grew up with WGN, and then I moved to Chicagoland, and now WGN is my local news. And like, talk about fucking like weird culture shock. Oh yeah, like, I never thought yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, like now I turn on the local news and it's WGN, and I'm like, well, what the fuck happened there? What fucking time time warp did I just fall into? I thought they were the Huntington news. Yeah, well, what's going on here? Well, I thought it was the the channel in Huntington that told me what the weather was in Chicago. And they just like the Cubs. Yeah, they love the Cubs a lot. Um, so, Ben, I know you and I were, were uh, messaging on the Facey Spaces and the My Books about shows that we're watching and, and you want to get into. So anything anything that's like really like you, – you were, you were talking about uh, – you're into the Westworld. You're getting wrapped up in Westworld. 
Have you, have you well, started I, the third season? I haven't, I haven't started yet. Morgan doesn't like it, so I'm going to watch it either tomorrow, Wednesday, or Thursday. I've seen the yeah. first two seasons. To me, the second season just it just drug on. And I had, I'll be honest, I watched the first three episodes, then I watched the first, then I watched the middle, then I watched the end in a span of about seven months. I just could not get into it. So that's why I was asking, well, is it slow building? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so if everybody has not uh, dipped into Westworld, oop, was that banging the shit out of my microphone? Uh, Westworld is the playoff of the 1976 Michael Crichton movie, I want to say. I can yeah. get that. I might have that date 76, wrong. 77, something like that. Yeah, it was it was close to there. Uh, Shay and I argue about this. It was a shitty movie. But it's about a theme park that has robots, and then the robots go uh, haywire. Um, it was the um, original... Um, it was the original um, uh, inspiration for things like the episode of The Simpsons where they go to Itchy and Scratchy World and all the robots go haywire. Yeah, like the Shay artificial like intelligence... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so uh, so HBO is redoing it, and the whole thing is they have uh, you know artificially intelligent um, robots that you can do whatever you want to. You can kill them, you can fuck them, you can you know chop them in half. The 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 park will put them back together, and the next week they'll be there doing the same role. And so basically, they are called hosts, and you are a guest if you're a human person, and then they have their own narratives that they play out week in week out to to carry on these stories um as the seasons progress the the point is is that the host becomes self-aware they become you know it's the it's the singularity it's the point at which artificial um you know a program becomes sentient and equal to a human person in cognitive ability it's called the singularity it's fun there's a lot of nudity there's a lot of violence um but ben's right the second season did take uh a very, a very uh, slow burn uh, to it because there was all this like, who's going to get out? You know, who's in what body? Because you know, if you can put an artificial intelligence in any body you want to, like you, you know, yeah. this lady could be this guy. You know, there's all that who's a who, you know, thing. And they I, they uh, like, continue that. Good. Oh, they continue that in the third season because yeah. you know, at the end of the second season, you know, spoiler alert. The main protagonist, Dolores, she leaves with five. Uh, they call yeah. them pearls in the show, but they're yeah. like the, the 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 processors. So, like you know, you go into season three, going like, who did she take out of the park, and who's she going to put them into, and you know that kind of you know switcheroo. It's yeah. fun. It's really well done, and I have to say the third season is great because you're going to add Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman. Yep. You can't go wrong there. You don't have to give me a lot of reasons to watch Rachel Evan Woods either because I've I've always had a huge crush on her. But one thing I thought about the second season and like it was like episodes four, five, six, six, seven, something like that. It seemed like they were always fighting in the building when they repaired the 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 the, the, the drones or whatever. Yeah, like they're always fighting in there, and I'm like, I mean, we spent I've spent three hours watching the show for the last three weeks, and they're always fighting in here for about two hours of it. It was just crazy to me. And, and yeah. a very, it was a very dark room with glass walls. It was very, yeah. very stark. Yeah, it was. See, yeah, the first season, you know, I I knew what it was. I had I had never watched the the, the Michael Crichton movie, but I knew what was going to happen. 
And so the first season, like you have a good buildup of just general what's going on. And, and in the end, you're like, oh, the guy gets the maze Ed Harris gets in the maze and figures all that out, whatever. Yeah, it's a good show, man. It's 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 a lot of fun to watch, but you got to have some patience. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel watched the first season with me and then she kind of got like kind of got like a little bit bored with the end of the first season. And when the second season starts, she's like, I don't even really remember what happened on the first season. I don't give a shit. I think she was like half paying attention the whole time. Just, just to humor me. But yeah, it's, you know, as far as Rachel Evan Woods go, excuse me. Um, she looks in that show so different than she does in person. And it's not that she's like, done up differently but it's just i don't know it's the way she carries herself that dolores the character looks nothing like the actress does in real life and i guess that's just a a testament to her acting ability because like if you look at a picture of her done up as dolores and her let's say on a red carpet for the premiere they don't even look like the same goddamn person it's it i don't know it's it's like looking at data from star trek next generation and brent spinner it's really like almost that kind of a contrast because of how good of an actress she is. So then you add Aaron Paul on that. All he's got to do is scream science bitch once in this entire season. And I'm just going to, I might masturbate myself into, uh, you know, to death. It's, it's <laughs> that's all I got to do. Um, so, uh, so we're watching that. Very John, nice. what are you watching? Um, what are you watching? Well, I will say that we, we did go through the whole, uh, Tiger King. I'll just get that out of there. I won't say it's good. Um, good it was a blast, but I won't say it's good. First of all, anybody that told you that Ky- Tiger King was bad, um, you, you, you pants them, then give them a wedgie uh, and then just never talk. I to would them. never say it's good, but it was a blast to watch. I'll leave it to that. Um, it was Outside of that, I've been I've been uh, catching up on Stranger Things. I was like three fourths nice. of the way on nice. season two. Finished that one. I'm can't maybe three uh, episodes through uh, um, the the next season at this point. Season three. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I, I I'm really behind on most things that I really want to watch TV. So, um, watching a little more than I have been. Um, so I, I plan to probably finish that one out in the next week or so. That's um, good. That's, that's a solid show. I usually watch Maybe. more during the work week cause I, it's less of me drinking and I don't know, going outside and doing bonfires or yeah, some that's, shit. That's good for the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll probably finish that uh, up Jim, later this week. Jim doesn't care how much I drink, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, no, uh, season three of Stranger Things, super solid, loved it, um, uh, they, uh, have announced that they're gonna do a fourth and final season of, of, uh, 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 Stranger Things, um, a lot of people bitch about that, they're like, why only four seasons? Well, because these kids are gonna start being 20. Right. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, it's um, already, I can, kids anymore. can already get it to, to the point now, and where I am in, uh, season three, it's like, man, these kids are a whole lot older, it's... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it yeah. kind of loses a little bit of its luster, I would imagine. Like, season one Stranger Things was so cute because they were so young. Right. And everybody was so, like, raw, and it was fun. And then season two, you're like, oh, this is so still so good. And then we got to season three because they're at that age where, you know, a year and a half could mean the difference between somebody being 5'5 five, five and 6'2. Like, you could really have somebody sprout up like that. 
so that's fine. I mean, I mean, whatever. I, I, um, it, I liked it. I like all of them. Do the season four. Uh, close it out with that. I'm, I'm game. Rachel actually got me a really cool book. It was a, um, it's a, it's um, a uh, kind of a compendium of the first three seasons, but mm-hmm. it's done in the in in a way of a scrapbook, as if like you were the director keeping a scrapbook of making the, these three seasons, mm-hmm. and it's packaged as if it's in like a somebody's yearbook. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's it's super cool. She got it for me for uh, Valentine's Day, I think. And, uh... Yeah, for Valentine's Day. And she got it for me. It's like super oh, cool, and I just sweet. like keep it. I know. I keep it downstairs, and I just keep carrying it around. It's like one of those books you can just flip through, and it's like you know, read a random chapter, and it's fun. Um, that my only question was like, why did they do this now, and then like not wait for the fourth season? But I'm sure somebody didn't know there'd be a fourth season. But um, no, that's a good shit. Like everybody's a pick up on that stuff. Um, uh, another thing I could recommend was um, also on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, you know, Stranger Things is uh, there's. Um, Lost in Space. The uh, Netflix mm-hmm. redid uh, Lost in Space. They got I've three seasons. Yeah, I watched that. Is good. yeah, I think I've I watched the first four or five episodes, and for some reason, got distracted and got off of it. I kind of intend on getting back to that one as well one of these yeah. days. That one. That is probably the, it, you know, it, in the world that we live in now, because like we're all the same age within like plus or minus five years or whatever. I'm the oldest, but. You know, Ben's a little bit younger than me, and John's the youngest, but, like, we're all, like, you know, three or five years around. But, like, we're living, people in our age group, we live in the, the world of reboots. You know, all the shit that we grew up watching yeah. is getting yeah. rebooted now. And of all the reboots I've seen, like, that Lost in Space reboot was solid as fuck. I mean, from what I remember, like, it's probably been a couple years now. Um, and I was watching the first several episodes and it was, it seemed pretty good and pretty solid. So yeah. I, yeah. I would totally get back on it. Yeah. Um, I've, I've watched the original, uh, movie and whatnot, but I haven't, I've, I've wanted to watch it. And it's one of those things I have trouble firing up Netflix sometimes, you know, sometimes well, I'm like, I just, I don't want, I don't want to watch five episodes or something. Just, I, I get in the trouble of like, I've, there's so many things that I like, oh, I can watch that, watch that. I I ended up spending more time going through things to pick. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I'm, sometimes I just give up. I've been watching yeah. old Jersey Shores the last two weeks. They come on on Thursdays. Nothing wrong with that, brother. Those, are, those are solid. I love them. No, thanks. No, nothing solid. Nothing wrong I'm not that. impressed. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap this up because you guys on <laughs> God, I wish that we recorded the video because Ben's just over here just doing the Jersey Shore pump. I'm um, beating the but, beat. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So let's wrap this up for you guys on the on the uh, East Coast time zone. Um, uh, guys, thank you for coming on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's good talking to you guys. Yep. I haven't, I haven't talked to Ben in a while. I haven't talked to John in, in a week or so. Yeah. Everybody had a good time. Always. Usually the only time I'm talking to you is whenever I'm drunk and arguing with you on Facebook. I, well, see, isn't this a much better way of doing it, though? I'll give oh, him credit. Yeah. He behaved, at least so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and the other, thing I was talk- the other thing I was talking to Rachel about before we end this podcast is, like, before we, we used to do this on Skype, 
And really, once you get about three or four people on Skype, the bandwidth was kind of shitty. But Zoom has, like, really upped its game. And, you know, you got people doing whole classes, you know, 100 people classes and right. on, on Zoom. So, like, like, there's no reason we can't do a fucking 14-person podcast. And I'm all for it because that would be the absolute just clusterfuck yeah. of, of, of 2020. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you you may just scrap it, but it, everybody still got to fucking drink beer yeah. and exactly. make an ass of themselves. Exactly. Hey, I got we're, a we're Zoom definitely... meeting tomorrow with over eight hundred people on it. So, good goddamn, that's in, that's insane. Yeah. Well, yeah. W- just one guy talking, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you hope. Hopefully, he knows how to mute uh, mute other people's mics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, uh, we always enjoy doing this. Um, even if Shay can't be here, we have a good time doing it. Missy Shay. Yeah, Missy Shay. <laughs> um, even if I don't, I don't get to talk to my, my little brother, I get to talk to some, some of my friends I haven't seen in a while. And, uh, of course, we can't hang out now, so this is the only way we get to do it. Um, but if you have any questions or comments, you should be able to find this podcast anywhere you find your podcast apps. Uh, we are on, what is it, Apple? What the fuck is it, Apple? SoundCloud. Apple. Yeah, yeah, I usually no, use iTunes. SoundCloud now. I got rid yeah. of Google well, Play. You could look into Spotify, just saying. Yeah, well... So if you you know you could do it, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Google Play, you can find us on SoundCloud, but you could also shoot us an email, a comment, or just bitch if you would like to. A lot of people like to do that. Uh, we are on Twitter and Facebook. Both of those are at Woodscast seventeen seventy six, and then shoot us an email at the Woodscast seventy six seventeen seventy six at gmail dot com. God damn, that's what happens when you drink two beers and try to do a podcast. Um, right. John, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Ben, good to talk to you again, buddy. You too. I've actually enjoyed it without Shay. (laughs) Well, usually Shay is high and just hanging out. And uh, actually, that's an experiment we can have. We can have you back on and see if uh, you and Shay want to fight each other, which I don't see that happening because you're both pretty chill. Uh, Shay's either high and you're usually drunk, so that's not a a big thing. um, It's all about balance. Yeah, there we go. That's the balance we get. We have to go with. So, uh, all right, to wrap this up, remember what Captain Hodger says, seize the means of production. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs>